Welcome to the Intesa San Paolo Talks. Hello and welcome to the Intesa San Paolo Talks podcast. I'm Guy Ruddle and this is another in our series of episodes looking at the Italian way to a circular economy. And for it, I've come to San Piero in Bagno, about 100 kilometers south of Bologna, to meet a company that's proving that the circular economy is alive and well in the automotive industry. Cermec is one of Europe's leading players in the remanufacture of automotive parts, making sure that perfectly serviceable parts get repurposed and used again instead of being thrown away. Giovanni Ricci is the chief executive. He's with me now. Giovanni, thank you very much for having us here. As a business, how old are you? How long have you been around? The company started 1896 and we are in the business since uh, 123 years. Wow. Yeah. And when did you start this? process of taking parts that had been used before and turning them into new parts for 1939. We have the invoice in the entrance of the company that could prove that in in 1939 my grandfather exchanged a gearbox in uh, a transport company of this age with a remanufactured one. Wow. So the the circular economy, which people talk about now, you've been doing it for nearly 70 years. Yes. The the, the word circular economy was not invented when we start uh, to do circular economy in our company. And what you do, everything that you do is, as I described it, is it? You you take, uh, you know, gearboxes or steering systems or whatever, bring them in and strip them apart and start again. See. And who are your customers? The customer could be a big transport, uh, public transport company like city bus company, could be big fleet of commercial vehicle, uh, big fleet of van from this uh, fast carrier, uh, passenger car uh, insurance company that uh, would like to maintenance its fleet uh, with reasonable cost and help uh, the world uh, to save some uh, emission or... Uh, the good commercial reason is because uh, we are able to offer a product that has minimum the same quality and lifetime of the new product, but with 30% of the cost. And circular economy, we just take from the hand of the end customer a product that finished the first cycle of life and uh, saving 95% of the original material, we could reman and improve also the quality of the life for a very reasonable cost. And when you say reman, that, that's shorthand for remanufacture. Reman is, is, is the slang that to say remanufacturing, sorry. That's yeah. brilliant, fantastic. So, um, well, can we have a look around? Yes, please. So we've come now, Giovanni, to the place where old bits, and this is steering, co- steering systems for vehicles, yeah. they, they come in and uh, this bench here is lined up with quite dirty looking yeah. steering systems and what's going to happen to these parts now? This part will be uh, analyzed if they match the return core criteria in, in English the wording is core for the old uh, product and after washing, disassembling, controlling again, scrap the, matri- the material that are not anymore reusable like gasket or uh, some wearable uh, material uh, upgrade with our uh, reverse engineering solution, reassemble, test, uh, painting, 
finitor and packaging. This right. is the complete process. So the, so the, the first bit is, is that these get stripped apart and cleaned yes. and checked for whether and yeah. making sure that all the different bits inside them are still usable. Yeah. Because uh, the very good thing of uh, this part of circular economy is uh, that it is not possible to apply automatized process to cut uh, labor cost uh, and to, for do more production. This type of business build a uh, possibility for people to have a job. They doesn't cut the job of the people. Remain, right. it means you need to control with your eyes, in, you need to analyze with your finger, you need to make your brain thinking and make the solution. And even so, even though you've, you're employing all these people, what about very nearly 200 for instance in this factory mm. um, you're still producing things which as you say are 30% of the cost of a new one right yes yes so why do you think it doesn't happen more why are you unusual as a company I think that uh, for some companies much easy to be new instead remain because new will permit to standardize process and uh, increase the possibility of make margin because uh, the remanufactured products are 30% of the of the 100 cost of the new one with the new one you could make more profit with the remain the profit are more reasonable and the cost for the customer are also more reasonable now Giovanni and his team here aren't working alone of course like any successful and growing business they need and get support from their business partners one of them for CERMEC is Intesa San Paolo, and I've been talking to Intesa San Paolo about this very relationship. So I'm joined now by Fadi Al Halabi, who's the relationship manager for Intesa San Paolo uh, with their relationship with CERMEC. Um, Fadi, first of all, uh, how important for you is it to be working with an automotive company that's doing what CERMEC is doing? Uh, for us, it's uh, important. Important because uh, how it works. Uh, it's a great company with a, a great view. Does it matter, do you think, to you that they work in this way, in this circular economy way of remanufacturing? It's very important because now uh, we are uh, challenged uh, a big deal uh, with the, the environment and uh, we understood that uh, circular economy way, it can be, uh, it can help. Is there a sense in which by working with someone like CERMEC, you learn about the circular economy and you can tell your other clients about it and the, and the, and the, and the good practices can spread. Uh, I, I want to advise my other customers and uh, I am uh, great, great to, to CERMEC that uh, can share their, uh, they have the culture with the other. Thank you, Fadi. That's Fadi Al-Halabi, uh, the relationship manager uh, at Intesa San Paolo, working with CERMEC. The Intesa San Paolo Talks. So we've moved now uh, sort of along the process, uh, yeah. Giovanni, here, where, where, where the, the, the steering systems are being put back together. Reassembly line, yes. The, the reassembly line. And how important for you is the relationship you have with Intesa San Paolo? For me, are very important, not because Intesa San Paolo is a bank, because everybody is expecting from, from a bank financial support, but because Intesa San Paolo really take care about uh, 
the development of the culture of remanufacturing and circular economy. And this is what we need to build worldwide, to convince people that it's much better to reuse and save raw material and make low emission in, in the heart. And Intesa San Paolo is a very, um, it's really able to develop this culture at big mass of people, not just a, a few, a few persons in front of uh, uh, a, small, uh, a small public. Yeah. And in, do you get a sense in, in what you're doing? I mean, I know you're a commercial operation, but do you get a sense that you are sort of waving a flag for a whole industry in terms of the circular economy? We are a family company, long time in this business, and for sure, a lot of uh, industry, automotive industries, are looking to us uh, like a company that made uh, some product with a more affordable price uh, available for everybody and this will change also the culture of this uh, industry to offer their remanufacturing process to their customer directly for sure it's already started the process and it's not just in this part of it you know you you're uh, you're about components for specific components like steering systems yeah, yeah. transmission systems steering, and the transmission like. differential uh, front suspension a lot of product starter and alternator listen the MIT of Boston make a study where all the starter and alternator that fit the car of the US market, if, they, if we rebuild this starter and alternator instead to replace with a new one, every year we save 30 billion of crude oil barrel to uh, avoid to make the energy necessary for build a new product instead of remand. That is uh, very, very understandable. Uh, yeah, and so that, and then it spreads out, of course, to the wider industry. So I've been finding out about shifts across the whole of the of the automotive process. So I've come to London now to meet Quentin Drewell. He's head of circular economy at Accenture Strategy in the UK, based in London. Quentin, nice to see you. Hi. And Accenture works with, you're on and off, presumably, with banks like Intesa San Paolo all the time, does it? Yeah, absolutely. So we work with, uh, we've been working with Bank Intesa for uh, many years on uh, their circular economy work, um, but also other financial services sector providers on their initiatives as well. And when you look at a, a, an example like Somec and what uh, Giovanni Ricci's doing there, is that sort of typical of the automotive industry now? Where CERMEC is particularly uh, striking out, it's about the, the remanufacturing of uh, components because that's an area of waste perhaps that has been less addressed by the industry. You know, the industry has been good at recovering waste materials at the vehicle's end of life, but in terms of wasted embedded values in components, in terms of wasted capacities in motor vehicles, and in terms of wasted life cycles in vehicles, we're just beginning to see uh, automated manufacturers uh, pick that up as a challenge area. For example, you know, about one and a half percent of a car's effective capacity is effectively used um, uh, during its lifetime. The average motor vehicle 
is used only for about 8% of the time. So there's a huge amount of capacity that's wasted in the system. I suppose the only answer to that is you not to own the car, right? Or, you know, in, in, and that particular problem is, is to share and things like that. Yeah, absolutely. And we see automotive manufacturers beginning to um, introduce uh, sh- sharing models and also product-as-a-service models, uh, some uh, people will be familiar with Lyft and Drive Now by BMW that offer uh, access to vehicles and access to mobility rather than vehicle ownership. Can you put numbers on what could be achieved by the automotive industry if if, if they adopted that and lots of other you know circular economy things? Yeah, absolutely. So um, in the econ- global economy, we uh, believe that there's a four and a half trillion dollar opportunity. Uh, t- to 2030. And then in the automotive sector, we think there's between $400 and $600 billion worth of uh, revenue opportunity. Because by adopting these circular economy models, a number of things happen. Firstly, uh, the costs of production uh, go down. More effective use of resources gives the opportunity for increased profitability. And we think that profitability can increase uh, by around 14% by adopting some of these models. And then secondly, uh, adopting business models like product as a service means that the automotive companies will have a closer relationship with their customers over a longer period. How open do you think as an industry i mean we're talking about good examples like cermec here but how open as an industry do you think uh, it is the automotive industry to what the, to the sort of stuff you're 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 saying yeah I, increasingly so i think that um there are some great examples of uh organizations who are beginning to adopt some of these models. Quentin, thank you very much for that. That is Quentin Drool, who is Head of Circular Economy at Accenture Strategy in the UK. Time now to head back to Cermec. So Giovanni and I have come to a quieter but no less important part of uh, the operation, the research and development bit. So just as a last thought, how confident are you that the wider automotive industry that we've been hearing about a few minutes ago is going to get better at being being more like CERMEC, actually? It's only a cultural problem. We need to uh, convince the industry that is necessary, necessary to make product remanufacturable and also that they dev- develop their own remanufactured process. Now, uh, before I say goodbye, uh, Giovanni, um, uh, without wanting to embarrass you, 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 people could be forgiven for thinking that remanufacturing produces a lesser quality of something. Mm-hmm. And you were showing me earlier a, a a truck that is on the racing circuit, yes. which I think, did you say, has just won a race with one of your remanufactured gearboxes in it. Is that right? Yeah. That must have been a great moment. Yeah. Yes. You're very proud? Uh, I'm, very, I'm very happy to prove that a remand product could stay in life longer than the new one because it has been proven from our uh, engineer and through the reverse engineering, the, the, the quality of the product. Yeah. Giovanni, thank you very, very much for, okay. for having me here today. It's been fascinating it's to pleasure. see you under your factory. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. And more power to your elbow. That's Giovanni Ricci, who is the chief executive 
here at CERMEC. That's it for this episode of the Intesa San Paolo Talks about the Italian way to a circular economy. If you've enjoyed it and want to hear more, then please do subscribe to us using your usual podcast provider. You can go back and listen to previous episodes about food and uh, when we were at the Italian Embassy in London and, and all sorts of things like that as well. In the meantime, thank you for listening. See you next time. Thanks for listening to the Intesa San Paolo Talks, the Italian way to a circular economy, presented by Guy Ruddle.